Good morning, Lobster Death Cult. How will we sleepwalk into oblivion today? Oh, hello. Oi, oi. TC remix of Minimal Funk by Jam Thieves. Don't be stealing jam. Come on, guys. Just trying to have my breakfast. Where's the jam? Oh, what a surprise. It's gone. Who could it be? The Jam Thieves. I shall have to use marmalade instead. That is if breakfast still means breakfast. Is the heat in your padgage today? Too much, too little, not enough, or just right? Let me know in the chat. TC remix of Minimal Funk by Jam Thieves. Mm. It's on three players. Yes, four minutes past ten. It's Monday morning. It's the fourth of February. What does that mean? I don't know. Time is simply a social construct. Time is an oppressive tool of the bourgeoisie uh, to keep us poor lobster proletariat under under slavery. I guess you know it's uh, it was invented. Time, of course, being invented to um, punish people who arrived uh, to work late. I guess uh, sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Ella is big bop of the whopper. There he goes. God bless his soul, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome to Monday morning. Welcome to Threshold.fm. Oh, look, the little Threshold things on the on the video's gone. Oh, we can't have that. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, dearie me. Where is it? Oh, oh, there it is. Thank God. Oh, praise baby Jesus. Baby Jesus welcomes you. It's coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30s, love. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, 
I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on the 4th of February 2019. The Chinese year of the MDMA enema. Ooh! Lovely, that'll get you going on a Monday morning. Hey, thanks to Bullcut Gums, my mate in, in the room over the, over the way, for my Phil I Am t-shirt. Very nice. They're going on sale today. Uh, so that's a bit of fun, isn't it? And, oi, uh, Squiffington, I found the t-shirt that you sent me. I found it. It was hiding at the father of my girlfriend's house. But I have it now, and I will wear it this week. Anyway, guys, how's it going? What's going on? I've missed you lot, in a way. Uh, over the weekend, I was um, bit done a bit of boozing, eating too much, sat about a bit, drank more, went to a pub. You know, it was fine. You know, just you know, roughly speaking. Oh, roughly speaking, it was absolutely fine. How was your weekend? Where did you go? What did you do? Uh, did you get on it? Did you get on the karate powder? Did you get on the Chuck Norris? You know, did you? Um, were you three? Were you three deep? Were you? Hidden by the base bins, three deep, all weekend. It's fine by me if you were. I don't mind. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to encourage you gently into the morning with these gentle, sweet lullabies of shoe throwers and foolish news and Wesley Snips with his lovely red boobs. Anyway, look, we've got a lot of guff in, um, in the news today. Uh, gay porn on the tube, uh, cleaning horse penises. Uh, mother-in-law with unfortunate crush on son-in-law steals nudes. <laughs> His mother-in-laws are out of control. Uh, Donald Trump's genetics are bang on. Uh, what else have we got? Fisherman uh, used dead baby shark as a bong. <laughs> God, tell you what, man, these ganja smokers—they are a menace. They, this is this is the reefer madness that I've heard about. You know, just you try it once, you're hooked. Before you know it, you're smoking a shark. It's just it's out of control. Sheep are idiots. Oh, you wouldn't believe how stupid they are. They deserve to be eaten. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, no, that's just nonsense. Oh, woman in love with a plane. So that's a bit fun, isn't it? Uh, woman, oh, yeah. Update on woman marrying duvet. Uh, teen boy dropping F-bombs in front of royalty. Bit of fun. Uh, that woman who um, has dyed herself black. Um, bit of an update on her. And uh, Takeshi69, plays guilty. Uh, he going away for a long time. He going away. He not coming back. No more. He got he gone away. He been too bad, too naughty. Uh, no more SoundCloud raps for him. Uh, no more Xanax. No more. No more. No more racketeering. No more law breaking. No more underage girls. No more. He is a menace. And I, for one, won't stand for it. A uh, tooth man swallows toothpick and it works his way into his heart. That is a rough series of events. Anyway, look, and in terms of shoe throwers, got some good bits in here. That first bit, TC Remix and Minimal Funk by Jam 3, is, is a nice way to start a Monday. Um, new Black Owls, spelt with a four. Uh, Subsid, the juggler. New Kilohertz bit, naughty. New Malux, uh, Shion. Tempest is nice. Uh, another bit off that missing EP. New digital bit. Digital seems to have sadly suffered the same fate as the real TC. And there's some really ropey rap tune up on his Spotify. That definitely ain't by... I mean... Pfft. All right, I hope I'm not about to read it. <laughs> digital. But no, it can't possibly be him. Uh, unless he's now American and making really terrible rap. Uh, new Calibre bit, which is sort of garagey. Thought I'd give that a go. Another current value bit off that narky new current value EP. A few of them, actually. I mean, look, okay, go on. Look, we might as well just liven ourselves straight up. This, this is a little morning, little Monday morning live. Like, oh, a little tickle of the gooch, isn't it? Tickle of the, of the perineum, of the, the taint, I believe they call it. 
Uh, it's a fine line between ass and balls. Uh, look, this is uh, Impact VIP, current value of the Searcher EP. It's on Invisible. Loves the Death Cult t-shirts now on sale on the site, threshold.fm slash store, limited to only 30. I'll only do one run of the boys, or girls. So get over there now and get one of these before they go. Pledge to your allegiance to the most fashionable up-and-coming Death Cult there is. This is naughty. That is a spicy number. That's what he's doing, Cone Valley, didn't he? I guess he's made a few tunes before. Couple of bangers. Couple of high heel hurlers. Shot. Yeah, that's uh, that's the outro for you there. <laughs> no, no messing around with that one. <laughs> Sorry, I spent all my time on the mix down. No time for the outro. We'll just <laughs> just chop it off. Anyway, let's get into the important news. Gay porn threesome in front of tube passengers ends with £1,000 fine. Absolutely fine. Richard Hartley Parkinson in the Metro reports, 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 reports. Package. A gay adult performer who filmed himself and his former partner having a threes up 
<laughs> on a tube train in front of passengers has been fined a thousand pounds. One bag for a threes up. Thousand notes. Hello. Porn actor George Mason, 35. Nicholas Mullen, 24, had sex with a third man who has not been identified on a Northern Line train between Leicester Square and Waterloo stations. Uh, the incident happened in hmm, July 2017, but was not reported until February last year when it was posted on Twitter. Yeah, you see, people often people don't mind it, you know, just in the in the immediacy. But as soon as it gets comes out on social media and stuff, and people start, then suddenly the outrage appears. Uh, I think it's the it's known as the Andrew Sachs phenomenon. I guess. Um, I don't know. I think people probably do mind gay porn being filmed on the tube while they're trying to, <laughs> trying to, trying to fucking commute. I mean, it's not the gayness of it. I think any porn at all probably is best not filmed on the tube in front of uh, commuters. There could be kids there. There could be lobsters there. You might have to cover a child's eyes. Cover a child's eyes from the most natural thing in the world. Anyway, Mason from Southwark. Oh, he's, he's from my neck of the woods. East London. South East London. Mullen from Belfast admitted outraging public decency at an earlier hearing. I mean, yeah, they've gotten bang to rights, really. Uh, they were sentenced at Westminster Magistrates Court on Friday after magistrates were shown stills from the video footage. Ah, oh, what? They didn't get to watch it in its full, <laughs> its full gay porny glory. Shame. They, they've missed it. I mean, I guess you can watch it online, can't you, in your own time? That's probably a better way to ingest it. Prosecutor Robert Simpson, big robbo. Uh, said the police were called by a gay man who saw the footage online and thought it crossed the line. Oh, no. Unlucky. You've been thrown under the bus by by someone of your own sexuality. That is that is, uh, that is rough. I'm only joking. Um, he said uh, the two men in the dock engaged in various sexual acts on a tube train, including full anal and oral sex and masturbation. And this was in the presence of the travelling public. That is uh, not, sort of not on, really, is it? Uh, the incident is, I mean, it must have a lot of views online. Hey, they're famous now. You're probably going to end up on like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, or a celebrity, big brother or something. Um, they probably, they should start a podcast, I think. Start a podcast, get a Patreon going. Go on, they look like nice boys. You know, they've, uh, they've messed up, but they're, they're probably very sorry. And, uh, it was just a bit of fun. We, uh, you know, we didn't, didn't want to upset anyone. And, uh, you know like and subscribe at the bottom uh, the incident is recorded by them and the video of what happened was subsequently uploaded onto twitter where another gay man saw it thought it across the line of what is it except is what was acceptable behavior and the incident was reported to the police an investigation discovered the footage was posted on an account <laughs> an account named hung young brit uh, linked to mason uh, mullen was Traced after another clip linked to an escort website in Northern Ireland where he shared his mobile number under the name Toby. Mm. Mr. Simpson said the video was posted with the caption, full on live sex in front of the general public on tube train. Right, okay. A caption described it as 100% genuine footage. Yeah, no green screens there. Um, defending both men, Howard Cohen said the video was recorded 18 months earlier as the pair travelled back to Mason's flat after a day out. He said that they'd been in a relationship for some time, uh, but were not together when the incident happened. During the course of the journey, the idea came about that they would have sexual relations on the train. Uh, Mr. Cohen said, Mason worked in the adult film industry and provided the footage to the Hung Young Brit website. Uh, he was then required to upload a snippet of the material onto, onto a Twitter account and use the salacious title to attract attention. I mean, really, it's not that salacious. It's just a, it's an accurate description of the video. The caption is full on live sex in front of the general public on tube train. They're not I mean they're not even not even really a, any attempts to sort of sex that up or I mean I think they need to employ a new copywriter. Uh, <laughs> both have been subject to virulent and quite disgusting campaigns of hate on social media since the details of the incident emerged. Yeah, no, no need for that really is there. Uh, chairing the bench, uh, Lucinda Lubbock said uh, this was a very unpleasant and serious offence on the public underground system. Somebody might have seen a tadger. Oh, no. uh, the way it took place back in July, the seriousness of the offence is exacerbated by the fact that it went on to social media. Finding Mason for his more serious role, she told him the uploading, the tagline, and so on are very much a part of the offence specifically. He was also handed an 18-month community order and told to pay £170 in costs. 
Mullen, who was on benefits, was not fined, but told to pay £170 in costs and carry out a 12-month community order. Uh, Ms Lubbock added, We feel that this is a lesson for both of you. As your defence lawyer said, you have been humiliated in the court of social media. Yeah. The court of social media will be judge, jury and executioner. That's, uh, I believe how it works. Oh, lots of comments here. Uh, why bother? It must have cost ten times that in costs alone to bring the case. Um, next, they'll say some mega, MAGA red hats made them do it. Lol. Chester Jackson. Uh, <laughs> I hope they have made their parents very proud, says uh, Denise Janet Bedding. Ah, oh, now there's some... some. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I would actually recommend avoiding the comments there on the Metro. There are actually... Some of the most rabid I've seen in a while. I'm not even gonna, um, not even gonna repeat those. Anyway, look, listen, guys, more fun. <laughs> Mum claims to have the worst job in the world: cleaning horse penises. You know what? I think there are definitely worse. I reckon cleaning human penises is worse than cleaning horse penises. She does appear to really be trying to get a shine on them, though. Really buff them up. What you got? Out? Right. Okay. I mean. <sighs> I think I can think of worse jobs. Um, it's Sunday, and if you work a nine-to-five job, you're, you probably aren't looking forward to work tomorrow. Uh, but no matter how bad those Sunday evening blues get, it could be worse. This mum claims that her job is the worst in the world. A wild exaggeration, I think. Mercedes Hoblin cleans and extracts beans, a dried, waxy substance including dirt and dead skin cells from male horses' genitalia. <laughs> That is a rough job. That is a rough job, but there are definitely, definitely worse jobs. Um, The former carer quit her job after realising that she was the only person with a strong enough stomach to take on the task at her local stables, uh, where she kept two horses of her own, and now she earns up to 400 quid a week. Hey, that's not bad money for removing junk from her horse's junk. Now the mum insists her bizarre line of work has surprising benefits. Okay, so it's not that bad, no? Uh, as she has been able to become self-employed and even saves on childcare as her eldest daughter, Evie May, eight, loves to visit the horses with her and shine up the tadgers. <laughs> Mercedes says, I was a community carer for the elderly for three years, but I was passionate about horses. I have two of my own. I knew I was good at caring for them. As a horse owner, you know you're always going to be, there are always going to be unpleasant bits to do to keep your horse healthy. But I have a strong stomach. And I know what I'm... <laughs> I know that I'm good at what I do. I've been going to the, these things that I don't quite know whereabouts in the horse's genitalia they're coming from, but they're the size of, like, kinder eggs. I just they're, They've put up 50p in the shop for perspective, which is a nice touch. Uh, I'd often opt, yeah, a coin is a reasonable thing to use, or a cigarette lighter. <laughs> uh, I've been going to the same stable for four years with friends. My friends were reluctant to clean that area of their horses. Tony Gay. Uh, I think that's how it works. Uh, friends would ask me to help with theirs, and soon I realised I was the only one who would do it. Uh, it was a niche in the market, and if I was paid to do it, I would be able to spend more time with my horses. To extract the beans... <laughs> we'll get on the beans, babe. Um, to extract the beans, I first put on a cleaning gel, leave it on for two or three minutes, and then use hot water and a sponge. Really milk out the padgage. Uh, sometimes I push these beans out. Sometimes to push these beans out, I have to put my finger in the end of the penis. Sometimes putting it all the way in and put pressure on them. But I, what happens in the wild then with these horses? They just get just get their units full of beans. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's really weird. I was lucky. I have a knack of doing it. And now it's my profession. Well, you know, they say if you... Do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Mercedes, who has owned horses Romeo and Pumpkin for a year, uh, but has had horses for most of her life, said she's well aware of the jokes that often come with her profession, but she's learned to take them all in their stride. The beans, as as Mercedes titled them, are a build-up of smegma, which often has to be expelled in solid lumps as the animals cannot remove them themselves, with some ending up in a jar in a museum of oddities. Mercedes doesn't use anaesthetic or sedation to the horses, but instead works with them. (laughs) <laughs> this is so gross. 
she first makes them comfortable by feeding them treats and begins the process begins the process of touching the area gently, finding out what the horse likes and dislikes. <laughs> Yeah, right, babe. Hey, hey, Ben. You had you had a tough day on that. It's tough, tough. Feel all right? Does it? Uh, no, you don't. Not there. Yeah, just there. Oh, yeah. Do you like that? Okay, going anywhere nice on your holidays? <laughs> Mercedes says it doesn't smell nice. That's the worst part of the job. Damn. Uh, it's like a sweaty, sticky smell. It's the worst kind of dirt. Maggots sometimes living up there. Oh God. This is how does. Surely this is not supposed to happen. Like there must be, like, you know, there's not some sort of biological mechanism for this to stop happening. Or is this just a, something unique to kept horses? Anyone who knows about this stuff, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Answers on a postcard, usual address. Um, but there's only two horses that I haven't been able to do it to. Some will kick and won't like it. I'm not surprised. But I just need to get get the horse used to me. Uh, if a horse doesn't like something, I will go back to the last step where the horse was comfortable and work again. They still really don't like it, and sometimes ask the owner to hold one of their legs, because it makes it more difficult for the horse to kick out if they only have three legs. <laughs> I believe it is a necessary job. We've domesticated these animals and put them in stables, so it's something they can't do for themselves. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, I've seen horses getting behaviour alterations or having trouble going to the toilet in obvious discomfort. Uh, she charges 25 quid a horse. And £20 if there are four horses in the stable yard. That's a nice bulk discount. Decent. To date, the mum has found some beans bigger than four inches in length. Yeah, I think I've seen a few beans that big in my time. <laughs> uh, and takes images of her best discoveries uh, next to coins for reference. <laughs> Does she have an Instagram? I hope so. Um, uh, it's really strange. The comments are Arnold Hedge has commented, the fact that she's a mother is completely irrelevant. Why even mention it? Uh, Andrea Leonard uh, says, If it's the worst job in the world, why are you even doing it? Personally, the job is not actually that bad. The only thing, the only bad thing about it is the horse tries to kick you in the head or squash you up against the wall of the stable. There are many people that do this job, and I personally wouldn't pay someone to do it to my horses when I can do it to them for free. Right, okay, well, um, yeah, I guess you've been told there, Mercedes, haven't you? You have been told. Right, look. Let's get into, um, let's have this calibre bit. Come on, let's do it. It's called Diamond Dub. It's kind of garagey, dubstepy sort of, I don't know, he's done an EP of non-drum and bass. He's hammering them out at the moment. It's as if he's got nothing better to do than just make really good music. I guess it's because he doesn't have social media, he doesn't waste all his fucking time looking at memes. Hey. Looking at memes is never a waste of time. I'm sorry. I'm, I shouldn't have said that. I wholeheartedly apologise to all the memes out there. Uh, Dave Long says that after Brexit, we'll all be wanting to clean horse beans. Probably be the only job left. Big MC ideas in the chat, oi oi. Ah, Killer Keller's in the chat as well. Oh, fine lineup of celebrities this morning.
absence of actual beans would horse beans do? When you're at Fabric or something, there's a horse in there selling drugs, selling ketamine, but you're not in the mood for ketamine. You're like, you got any beans? And I'm like, yeah, but like horse beans. You're like, yeah, all right, I'll have two. 20 quid each. They're huge though, they're huge. Diamond Dub by Calibre. Oh, it's a nice bit. I like it. It's very nice. It's a good one. Okay, important news. Mother-in-law with unfortunate crush on son-in-law steals nudes uh, from daughter's phone. Oh, naughty mother-in-law. Very naughty mumsy. No, 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 no. Naughty saucy mumsy. Mm, very naughty saucy mumsy. I thought these naughty saucy mumsies only, only existed in the prawn. Uh, but it, as it turns out, these naughty saucy mumsies are a menace. They're a rampage, and they're, they're here to steal your man. <laughs> if you're meeting Bay's parents for the first time, you're likely to butter them up a bit, saying things like, can I see where X gets her looks from? Oh, I can see where X gets her looks from. And so on. But chances are, your mother-in-laws will probably take it as shameless flattery uh, to get them on side so they don't hate the person their child is dating. One mother-in-law, a mill, um, okay. Uh, however, took it all too personally. After developing an unfortunate crush on her son-in-law, she didn't try to cover up her feelings. Instead of keeping her unfortunate feelings to herself, the mother-in-law decided to steal nude photos of her daughter's husband, barely covering up the evidence. Uh, when asked uh, why she would do something like that, she also said that she couldn't see what was wrong with it, as it had been just a picture. Well, the son-in-law in question detailed the whole awkward situation on Reddit, saying that he was fucking pissed. The high school teacher from South Africa explained that he had uh, resisted all of the advances from his wife's mum, but she had persisted and that stealing the risque pictures of him with a final straw. Well, what are you going to do about it? Murderise her? Don't think so. Probably not. Well, I hope not. I'm feeling very violated now. Wife and I have been together for a few years now. Uh, am I going to do the accent? No, probably not. Uh, we've been in the habit of sending each other dirty photos since we were dating. It's just a thing, mate. Don't get, don't get your fucking be in a bonnet tie for it. Look, you're my mother-in-law. I don't see you that way. Besides, I'm already shagging your daughter. Uh, Mel, uh, <laughs> mother-in-law has some um, has has had the hots for me since she met me. It's creepy. I've spoken to her about being uncomfortable, and so has my wife. It seems to have died down now, and we've put it down to an unfortunate crush. Uh, she's been creepy and flirty, but we chatted, uh, but we chalked that up to her personality. Since she's flirty with everyone, yeah, she sounds like a right lush. However, the situation escalated when his wife and her mother were spending an afternoon together, and once the daughter went to the restroom, the mum went through the phone. Finding the gallery with intimate pictures of her husband, uh, the mother-in-law decided to send them to herself, but the daughter noticed her phone had been moved and the files had been sent and blew her top. Uh, but the mother was barely remorseful and refused to delete the pictures. The husband was particularly worried about the nature of the pictures too. It's fucking awful. 
My wife and I had a few weird fetishes. Horse beans, for one. <laughs> and some of the photos I took were for her, her, her eyes only. It's humiliating. You wouldn't believe the size of these fucking horse beans. And the, getting them out is a nightmare. One of the worst jobs in the world. So then when I'm trying to stick these horse beans into myself and take pictures of them, they're for my wife only. I don't want my mother-in-law seeing the size of these fucking horse beans and getting jealous. <laughs> fucking horse beans, man. My wife is really on my side and supporting me, but the mother-in-law sent her a message asking why she's cross about it. It's just a picture. It's just some fucking horse beans. What's your problem? I'm so mad. <laughs> we're, supposed to have, we're supposed to have her over for dinner this weekend because my wife's brother and his wife are in town. But I've disinvited her. <laughs> now she's telling people that we're alienating her. She's stolen my fucking needs, mate. <laughs> and <laughs> because they... <laughs> Oh, and because the issue is so embarrassing, I don't want to tell people the real reason. People don't understand horse beans. They just think it's fucking weird. They would never understand the love between a man, his wife, and some horse beans. Let's hope the couple is oh, let's hope the couple is able to sort out the awkward situation ASAP. It's fun that the that you know the metro owned by the male. You can get a whole story out of um, what is an un- unsubstantiated story on Reddit. It's fine, isn't it? I mean, also, they will they can make really big sensationalist headlines out of something a, like a completely unknown person said in a Facebook comment. Like it would be, I don't know, like something with the Marks and Spencers selling porn star martinis being accused of sexism. Like, those comments will come from just, like, someone on Facebook says it. And, like, now nah, it's a huge story. I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, people call stuff out, don't they? But it's... I don't know. I don't, it, what's the... Yeah, dude, dude. I don't know. With, like, a journalist or a MP or something, is their opinion more valid than just, you know, Joe Bloggs in the Facebook comments? I don't know. I'm just here to take the piss. Steady job. Pat, 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 Right, what else have we got? Donald Trump, uh, Big Donny T, he's uh, out of control, he's a madman, he's a one-man wolf pack, he's uh, he's out of his mind. Donald Trump's orange tan is just down to good genes, says the White House. Damn right. I have the best genes, no one has better genes than me. Uh, I have um, Levi's twisted genes, blue bolt genes, the baggiest genes ever, I have all the genes. President uh, Trump's winter-defying tan is the result of good genes, according to the official White House position on the matter. Good to know what the official position is. Uh, it'd be nice if we could have that perhaps on the White House website or something, just what their positions are on the hair, on the tan, you know. I'm not so much interested in his positions on, say, foreign policy, you know, economics, healthcare, that sort of thing. Don't really care. Don't really care. It's not as interesting uh, in terms of for column inches, that sort of thing. You know, let's. Um, it is important, however, to uh, have as much discussion and ideally mockery of his appearance because that's pretty cool. Um, it's being claimed that the president's bronze glow is not the result of spending hours on tanning beds or using tanning lotions or spray. It is, in fact, down to horse pills, horse beans, which he smears all over his mush. Uh, every morning in a bizarre satanic ritual. He drinks the blood of infants and smears the horse beans all over his big old Trumpy chops. Instead, a senior White House official told the New York Times that it's all down to his good genes and a little powder that the president applies prior to TV appearances. Yeah, that'll be that. Um, Probably powdered uh, blood of infants, I guess. The White House official has been keen to stress, however, that the powder was translucent and not a bronzer. Okay. It's keen to stress that the powder was not the blood of infants. Blood of sacrificial infants. Former aide um, uh, Omarosa Manigault Newman had claimed in, in a book on her experience working under the Trump administration that the US president had favoured a tanning bed. It's good to, um, good to focus on these things, though, isn't it? Um, but no evidence of such a bed exists in the White House according to the three unnamed witnesses who have spent time in the White House residence. The president's former boarding school classmates have described him as a fan of the ultraviolet rays and someone who would pop in a tanning bulb into a light socket and go to the beach. <laughs> Great stuff. There are some really 
they've picked some really hilarious pictures of him here. Um, Dan Smith in the comments, who is profile picture, is him wearing a Bane mask, says, is he admitting to not being an American citizen? At least one of his parents isn't American. I don't know the answer to that, Dan Smith. Uh, but hopefully I'll find out and let you know before my impending wedding. Uh, right, okay, what have we got? A uh, new Saikon. Shadows of the Sun by Saikon. Off the same EP as Bad Man. Don't Dance. Nice bits. Would recommend. Would recommend to horny mother-in-laws as a way to sort of satiate their cravings for a young dick. Shadows of the Sun by Saikon. S-A-I-K-O-N. Lovely bit of gear this, isn't it? Absolutely fine. Keen on this. This is Psycon. It's off the Subway Writers EP. It's called Shadows of the Sun.
choice. Package. Yeah. Takeshi69 pleads guilty on nine charges amidst of being a gang member. Claire Reid, the lab Bible reports. Uh, Wapper, Takeshi69, uh, spelt with a six and a nine. He's used the nine as a, um, I don't know, as an N. It's deeply confusing. Has pleaded guilty to a number of federal charges and has admitted that he is part of a gang. The 22-year-old Wapper, whose real name is Daniel Hernandez, admitted to nine charges, including racketeering conspiracy, firearms offences, and drug trafficking. He has reportedly also said he will help prosecute help prosecutors as part of a plea deal. He's a narc. That's it. Padgett. Lobsters. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. He's a narc. That's, yeah, I, I, I guess I would probably narc as well. No, I'd never narc. You and me snips to the end of the earth would never knock i'd knock on you you would not knock on me nbc news new york reports that court documents state he will cooperate with officials against multiple violent people associated with the same criminal enterprise of which he admits or will soon apparently admit to being a member righto uh, the wapper told the court that he had joined the Nine Trey Gangsters, a set of the united blood nation street gang in 2017 uh, according to page six, the court documents reveal he also has confessed to hiring someone to shoot a, a wival wapper. Damn. Uh, the court documents state the gang is a criminal organization whose members and associates engaged in, among other activities, acts involving murder, wobbaway, and narcotics trafficking. He could face a mandatory minimum 47 years in prison. However, as he has made a plea deal uh, and is a famous wapper, he will likely face a lesser sentence. According to NBC New York, 6-9 pleaded guilty on Saturday, at which point court documents were sealed. But prosecutors made a motion to have the records unsealed, which was granted today. Gutted. Uh, he was arrested in November alongside five others over racketeering and firearms charges. Uh, in a statement from the United States Department of Justice, attorney Gregory S. Berman said, As alleged in the indictment, the gang, which included platinum-selling WAP artist Takeshi 69, spelt with a 6 and a 9, reached havoc, wreaked havoc on the New York City, engaging in brazen acts of violence, showing reckless indifference for others. Uh, members of the gang were allegedly involved in robberies and shootings, including a shooting inside the crowded Barclays Centre and a shooting in which an innocent bystander was hit. Thanks to the extraordinary work of Homeland Security investigators, ATF, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, and the NYPD, the defendants will now face justice in federal court. Well, I think maybe we could all take bets on how many years he gets sentenced. I don't imagine he's going to get the full 47 because he's narking and he's famous. Uh, what do we reckon? Like 10 years? 5 years? 10 years? Don't know. It's going to be trouble though, isn't he? If, he's, if, he, if he does the narking. It's not going to put him in the good books of other other whappers or other gang members. I don't particularly know how it all works, but uh, from the movie films that I've watched, they don't like narcs. They don't like narcs. Anyway, what else have we got? Oh, where right update for you. Woman who, who plans to marry duvet called it off. She's got cold feet. Um, many people have suffered with cold feet before their big day. Even the woman who pl plans to marry her duvet. I'm sad, man. I'm sad. I mean, why though? It's not like it's not a legally binding ceremony. <laughs> 40, 49 year old Pascal Selleck shocked the world when she announced she was in the most intimate and reliable relationship um, with her duvet and planned to tie the knot. However, after going viral with her relationship, Pascal has revealed that she has faced some doubts about going ahead with the ceremony due to it all being a bit overwhelming. What did you expect? Uh, she said, I never expected it to go global. We just wanted a bit of local publicity to advertise the event. Oh, what, are you selling merch or something? You've got a Patreon? What's the deal here? Are you trying to advertise a podcast? I know very little about the media, and the next thing I knew, the story had thousands of shares, clicks, and comments. It was a bit overwhelming. Yeah. I guess, if you think about it, someone who is marrying their duvet is probably not cut out for a life of hardcore social media judgment. Some of the comments were positive, but some are not. It's a new world to have people commenting about me when they know nothing about me, and I'm acting the role of a bride. Pascal said that her doubts started after she appeared on the ITV show This Morning, 
Uh, and during the interview, Philip Schofield seemed particularly interested to find out if there had been any sexual feelings between Pascal and her duvet. Uh, she said she later did get an apology off Phil. Saucy Phil. He just he always has to sexualise everything, doesn't he, Schofield? He's a real goer, I've heard. He loves horse beans. Always getting on the horse beans. Uh, she did get an apology off Phil, but felt it was too late. She'd already received a massive amount of attention for her unique situation. You did go on this morning. Bear that in mind. She said, I think he knew what he was doing. By the time he apologised, the damage was done. I think I'm done with the media. The story gets more and more twisted as time goes on. It has changed a lot and has lost some of what I was hoping to achieve. The artist from Exeter explained that the whole thing started with an idea from an idea from an artist. Oh, was that? Yeah? That just a bit, bit of double wording there. Met uh, Lab Bible. Rachel Grealish. Where are we? An artist, the artist from Exeter explained that the whole thing started from an idea from an artist called Anna Fitzgerald in order to promote self-care and self-worth on Valentine's Day. She said, People think you need to be in a relationship to be happy. It doesn't matter if you're single on Valentine's Day as you can enjoy just having a duvet day. That was the original idea. Uh, it was suggested, I was the perfect person for playing the role of the bride because apparently I'm outgoing and had the right personality for it. I kind of agreed, not knowing really what was involved. <laughs> oh no, this is, this is a poor woman. This is spiralled like... <laughs> oh, no. We're going to do it for an artsy stunt. Thought it'd be a bit of fun. Promote self-care. Before you know it, the whole world thinks you're a nutcase marrying a duvet. Oh no. Bless her. Uh, she seems like a nice lass. Pascal. Best of luck to her. She's probably got a boyfriend anyway. Despite any doubts, Pascal is still set to marry her duvet. Oh. Uh, on Sunday the 10th of February, just in time for the day of love. I'm the sort of woman if I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it. Good for you. I'm completely committed, as are the whole team behind us. And they've been very supported. Uh, but deep down, I wish it had never started. Uh, well, good to clear things up. Um, I don't know. Maybe you'll find that. Maybe you can... Um, Maybe the duvet will have a best man there or something who's hunky. And you can um, elope to Gretna Green or something. I don't know, look, wish you the best luck. I think you, you seem like a nice gal. Uh, not as into your hairdo as I'm sure some people could be, but that's just by the by. Anyway, look, let's have this new digital bit. It's called Juice. Digital and the Green Man, a.k.a. TGM. It's called Juice. It's on base work. This is the real digital, not the fake digital.
Another little reminder, the Lobster Death Cult t-shirts are up now on the Threshold.fm store. Limited edition, only 30 of them. It's getting quick. We're almost a third done already. I'm only going to do one run. Pledge your allegiance to this season's hottest new death cult as we hurtle all the way to the sun, pepped up on horse beans. Stinky horse beans. Mm. Yeah, I'll post a link in the chat. La LDC, LDC, LDC. That's Digital and the Green Man. Track's called Juice. It's on bass work. That's a nice bit. I like it. I'm a fan. Count me in. Right. It's the end of the show. and But the show of life must go on, okay? You might not like it. It might, you know, kick you in the balls from time to time. It might spit in your face. But hey, show business, all right? That's show business. Just leaves me time. Shout out the VIP list. A fine bunch of... A crack team, a ragtag crack team of renegade lobsters supporting the show on Patreon. If you support for $10 a month or more, you get your name shouted out at the end of every goddamn show. It's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bollard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderpart, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lillian Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chobe Ryder, Andrew Heichelbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Justin Mercer and Ames MC. What a fine bunch of decent, honest, God-fearing folk out for a better way of life. Thank you very much for your support. Thank you to everyone else who is supporting for, you know, for less than $10 a month on Patreon. Thank you to people who are just tuning in and enjoying it and hitting like and share and all of those things. And just, you know, if it's if it's making your mornings better, or whatever time of the day you listen to it, if you listen on the podcast or whatever, then that's fine by me. If you don't have any cash, don't feel don't feel guilty for not supporting. I'm happy to provide this radio nugget, this radio equivalent of horse beans for you for free every morning. Look, I love you all. I am unsure about uh, podcast guests for later in the week. I hopefully have someone quite big lined up, but it might be next week. I will obviously let you know. Otherwise, I will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. for more of this coffee, more of these memes, more of these lobsters, more of this. Pageage. Yeah. You're damn right, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I love you. Uh, I will also, please, if you are interested in the potential part-time position coming up at Threshold, uh, in March, which will be to produce the show. We'll be there on the buttons, checking all the tech side of it, cameras, live stream, that sort of thing, editing videos, uh, helping with booking guests, helping with dealing with other people's shows on the station. It'd be part-time. It'd be four hours every morning on the weekdays. It'll be paid. Uh, salary up for discussion. And if you are interested, then just send me a sort of cover email to will at threshold.fm. The studio is in Peckham by Peckham Rice Station. So obviously you need to get there for nine o'clock every morning. You could work a normal job in the afternoon, in the evening. That's fine. Uh, not going to do it unpaid because then you only get people who can, you know, whose parents can support them. So uh, even though, you know, we have to find the money from somewhere, we'll find it. Right. Look, I love you all. Stay out of trouble. Keep your nose clean and make sure you keep your penises clean for horse beans because it's the last thing you need, quite honestly. Absolute last thing you need is getting your tackle all clogged up with horse beans. Okay, I love you. Goodbye.